big blue button. So some of you should tell me, is the audio coming through, audience? So you uh, get uh, people in the chat. Can you hear me? We yes, are live. Please. People in the people in the YouTube chat. Are you there? And can you hear me? There's people saying hello. Here we go. It's happening. Um, now let me just do the. Just I, I just you know, casually. You know how these. There is our folks. Let's just uh, do the old. We are live! Exclamation mark. That's the usual. There we go. Marvelous. Um, and that audio seems to be working. Uh, very nice. Good. Everyone can hear us loud and clear. Well, marvelous. Welcome to tonight. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome one and all. I think a few of you are. Uh, there's quite a few of you joining us. This is going to be a strange episode. Um, uh, but it it's gonna it's gonna be a nice episode. We're gonna look back on on a year of rail natter. Absolutely incredible. But um. Right, let's go big face for starters. I'll come and say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, everyone in the in the in the YouTube who is watching, um, and also hello to our, all of our audio listeners as well. Those who are listening after the fact. Um, this is going to be an even weirder episode for all of you, but I, I can only apologise. Um, oh, I didn't eat my banana. Never mind. Um, so, uh, hello, hello. I'm waving. Yes, I've had a I've had a trim. Uh, I desperately need a haircut, but we'll worry about that later. Um, in before any of that, though. Oh, Graham is also... See, there's lots of tech-savvy people who are currently, excitingly, and you'll see them all very shortly, there are lots of people who are currently also in a big Google Meets call, and we're going to say hello to all of them very soon. Um, but first, I think it's time for us to start uh, start tonight's episode. Welcome to tonight's Rail Natter! <laughs> Oh, that was brilliant. I enjoyed that very much. That was a success. That was a great success. Oh, this is this is gonna be a fun one. I'm enjoying it already. Oh, you know what? Let's um let's first of all, let's say hello to the people in the let's get everyone up here. Everyone, you're, you're, you're up. I'm going to get Little Face up. There's Little Face. Hello, everyone in the... Hello, patron people. Hello, I'm waving here. Well, I'm waving too. Look at them all. They're lovely. These lovely hello. patron people. This this episode is going to be... Um, it's marvellous. I'm loving this. This is this is this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> there are some people thinking there was an echo. No, no, that was that was however many people we've currently got on this call um, repeating the the script that I have in front of me for Rail Matter. No, tonight is all about one year of Rail Matter and all the videos we've done and the fact that I've managed to do one of these every week since lockdown started. Well, actually, it was since I think it was the week before lockdown. Um, yeah, crikey, it was a while back. But all these people here, um, we're going to come back to them momentarily. But first, I'm going to flick over uh, back to the slides uh, and, and just bring this image up. So these are all of the Natter episodes we've had. And what we're going to do is, in fact, let's bring, let's bring, in fact, I'm up in the corner here. I'm, I'm holding this, this, the, the golden pandrel clip. Ooh. Oh, in fact, there's, the, the, everyone can do an ooh down the chat. Do an ooh, everyone. Fantastic! That's the statics. I, I need to have a live audience more often. Um, yes. The, <laughs> oh no, you don't. No, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so it's panto season for real natter. Anyway, right. Let's get the big face up. Yeah, here it is. Here's the golden pandrel clip, which I think some of you might have seen me creating on uh, on Twitter. Uh, 
earlier in the week. In any case, um, it's because we're going to be award giving some awards out at the end of the show. We're going to be giving out, uh, I think there are like 16 awards uh, <laughs> that we're going to be giving out as a way to kind of remember interesting features and also to kind of collect up the statistics from the last uh, year of Natters. Um, but it'll give us a chance to kind of remember some of the episodes, remind me of some of the episodes that were a long time ago and I've almost forgotten about. Um, in any case, right, without further ado, let's let's crank into the next segment of this strange rail Natter. Um, oh yeah, before we do that though, there are going to be lots of statistics. Um, and the first big statistic I'm putting in is how many hours worth of rail Natter there have been so far. So bearing in mind there have been, what, 50, 52 full episodes, and we've got 71 hours, 24 minutes, and 58 seconds of Rail Natter. Uh, that's not a particularly low average, given that it's supposed to be an hour-long podcast. So, um, well, I'll make, make of that what you will. But uh, anyway, so let's just say it's good value for money, right? So that's it. 71 hours, 24 minutes, 58 seconds. Crikey, Mikey. So anyway, back to these episodes. What we're going to do is start with a nice chat with our Patreon people um, talking about um, favourite rail natter moments. So uh, some of the favourite moments that have gone. Um, actually, uh, this is an entirely unpre-prepared um, segment. So I don't know what people's favourite moments are. Maybe there are none. Maybe no one has any favourite moments. But what we're going to do is whiz over to our um, lovely people on the... Hello, everyone, again. We're ba- back to you lot again. Um so who's who's got who's who wants to start with a favourite moment of of rail natter? Uh, who's who's who has a favourite moment particularly? This Graham Howarth, Graham, what is your favourite moment of of uh, from uh, from the rail natters? Oh, you have to unmute. Remember, um, oh Graham, you're you're muted. Just a sec. They're at the classic. Everyone, it's just it's just like authentic Zoom calls. Uh, let me just uh, there we are. Oh, I, we, I can't unmute it, Graham, unfortunately. Oh, oh, he's here. Oh, sorry. You're sorry, here. Graham, you're here. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm absolutely out and out, out electrification enthusiast, I love the page-by-page discussion of the traction decarbonisation network strategy and also the one where you had Gary Keenor on. Those, those, were, uh, those are my favourites. Ah, excellent. So the plan is that we're going to continue to... Gary's going to be back on um, later this year. Um, he's kind of finishing some interesting project work um, and some interesting sort of academic work. So we're get, going to get him on to talk about the updates to the OLE book, uh, but also some... I'm going to get him to... I'm hoping, and this is an exclusive, and, and he's going to tell me off for saying this. I'm hoping I'm going to get him on to rant about discontinuous electrification, how bad an idea it is. So, um, yes, there's lots of thumbs up for that. So that should, that should be a good one. Any, anyone else got a favourite moment? Remember to unmute yourselves. Any, any other favourite moments? Um, yeah, Sam, go for it. Um, probably the in, entire Hyperloop slash Gadget Barn episode really hits home for me being in California where Gadget Barn are unfortunately popular, as well as seeing Roz from, well, there's your problem, come on. Yeah, that was fun. All of that, that was, was amazing. Yeah, the, fan, the, the Phantom Roz, um, the, basically he'd have had to work, he'd have had to use an old laptop with a dodgy mic to, to get a, a, a video working, hence why Roz was merely a phantasm. Uh, brought into existence by pure will of, of and, and uh, perseverance of thought. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a really fun episode. And yeah, the um, uh, the Hyperloop one was a good laugh. I need to do a proper Hyperloop video at some point. And I know I always say at the moment there's the the Gadget Band series on my YouTube channel, which is like one episode. Uh, I will do a proper Hyperloop breakdown. But but there have been some interesting developments recently with a new pa- couple of new papers published. So the fact that those have come out um, 
mean that yeah there's some actual academic work that i can now lean on to say no no it's not just me that's been saying this it is science says it's rubbish too um yeah there's people in the in the youtube chat saying more gadget buying episodes please yeah we'll maybe pick through a few interesting ones maybe we'll do an ep- a series on them um, like atmospheric railways or something or an episode sorry a, a rail nat on atmospheric railways that could be fun um uh yes uh so that yeah that's 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 a good one so what okay, go on any any other the reason so i'm reminiscing about these uh these 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 moments but they're these aren't so much about yeah these are moments that i've I mean, I've done so many hours of these, they all kind of blur into one. So it's quite nice. This is quite nice for me to remember things that happened in previous Real Matters. And anyone else got any suggestions of their favourite moments? Ah, oh, that's, that's uh, Chris. Go on, Chris. Chris yeah, Bird. HS2 one, I think I seem to remember. Ah, the first, the first episode back, back. Goodness, that was a lot. So that was, the, that was episode zero, right, Chris? The, the first episode from a very long time ago. That was a good one. That was back. This it wasn't even called Rail Matter back then. That was like a moment. I, I, I kind of rep, rep, retrospectively turned it into Rail Matter. But that was kind of the idea that actually a live Q and A, uh, like a live, kind of the sprung the idea of Rail Matter out of that because it was like the idea that you can have a live Q and A with lots of people involved, lots of people having discussions in the background, um, and then we can make it so I can then respond to people because I basically you know having chats on Twitter about transport things is fine, but it's it can be quite hostile. And actually a Q&A when you're seeing a human being explaining the thing, being passionate about it, interested, it's more difficult to get angry and shout and call someone a paid shill when you're kind of seeing them on camera, right? So my idea was that that episode, particularly that HS2 episode was that people who didn't like HS2 would hopefully come into that. And I'll definitely do another one um, maybe and say, look, it's it's the HS2 Q&A 2, come and, come and get involved, do another one. And hopefully I'll, I'll invite some people who are really not fans of HS2 on um, to actually have that discussion face to face, I think that was a really interesting one, and it kind of spurred the idea for this all happening, didn't it? So, yeah, um, Adam, Adam Evans, you had a suggestion as well. What was what's one of your favourite moments? I think one of mine was uh, one of your top three, the first three, when you sort of did the history of the sprinters. Oh yeah, a little the bit sprinters. reminisced about the one five eight taking you all around Scotland. See, that was that was good fun. I think that might have been my first like OBS one. Or certainly, it was yeah, like my first. Yeah, you, you were one quite, with slides. Uh, you were quite a novice with all the, uh, with all the uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's changed? <laughs> still, still, yeah. What has? <laughs> Nothing has changed. Yeah, that was good fun. I enjoyed the sprinter one actually. Maybe I need to pick through. The thing is, it's not like I'm going to do that for like every single class of trade. Yeah, really, the reason I did that one is because I kind of have this personal connection with it however there will definitely be a pacer episode with um dr kevin tennant joining us so that paces with i'm personally i'm personally like quite a fan of trains so yeah i always enjoy those (laughs) i think most people i think most people here are kind of fans of trains actually yeah everyone's a fan of trains but you you're particularly (laughs) into all the uh the more the engineering side and the stuff that does move yeah, there's, there's. I suppose one of the things about Rail Natter, and yes, I do talk about trains a lot, and I mean, I'm a big fan of trains, but I, I suppose there's a lot of train content on YouTube already, and there's maybe less railway infrastructure yeah. content, and I suppose that's maybe where the gap that I, I thought I could potentially fill is is that is the discussion of kind of uh, the, the the system, the whole system. You can't think about infrastructure without trains. You can't think about trains without infrastructure. You know, the railway is is the whole package. So yeah, it's um yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that one. That was a long time ago. Yeah, crikey. Um, oh, who else has got also, a favourite moment? Oh, Sorry. go on, Adam. Go on, then, you cheeky monkey. Watch One it. more thing. Start start uh, flying the torch for HS3 as well when that comes along because ah, yes. they're, really? they're still getting into the uh, 
so well, so i'm looking forward to so yeah so lots of things are going to be happening this year with respect to 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 railways in britain um that we've just had the the union connectivity review or the interim state of that which is a bit of an underwhelming document frankly i'll talk about it next week but um we're also going to have the integrated rail plan we're get, which which should hopefully tell the nic to go away we'll find out uh, we'll have the the whole industry strategic plan the wisp that hopefully will be appearing later in the year the government's decarbonisation strategy will be appearing, plus the full version of the Traction Decarbonisation Network strategy should be published. So there's quite a lot for us to pick through this, the rest of this year. It's all going to be happening. And in amongst that, Transport for the North will hopefully publish their detailed plans for the route that the railway is going to take. I already, I think I gave everyone a rail natter tease as to what that route is, but we'll, we'll unpick it in more detail um, in a later episode because I've got some of the card work from it. Um, I, I can, I'm going to get so... I'm going to get cancelled, but by my employer um, after that. Is that just called getting sacked? It's called getting sacked, isn't it? Anyway, um, no, it's not. It's not really from that. And they're old, and so I don't feel guilty about it because they're really old CAD files. They're very out of date. But it'll be interesting to look at the alignment. So, yes, we will look at that. Anyway, right, Matt Matt Reed. Yeah, um, the one I found particularly interesting was the one with the, the signalling about Melanie Osborne. Yes, Melanie's... Cause, a, that um, was good. Because I've been a P&D technician. It's, um, it's quite interesting. I remember what going out on trek afterwards with uh, an overhead area i could when she's saying about the like you've got the return rail of the ole and then the um track circuits on the other side yeah it's that was that was a really so we need to do more signaling episodes as well because that that kind of talked about the basics um but i think we need to have someone come in and talk about because there are it's not just like conventional signaling digital signaling no, no there are like dozens of different types of system that are that come under the heading of conventional signaling and i would professionally would love to learn about more of them i i kind of know a few of the different systems i know that there's a really old knackered system north of crew on the way to manchester that goes through um yeah that line that's like the worst some of the worst signaling in the country in terms of like just how shoddy it is um i would love someone to come and explain why so yeah uh guest suggestions in the in in the discord everyone and um, who else has got a favor I'm, I'm this is i'm enjoying this this is fun michael go on tell, tell michael c tell, uh, tell can, can we moment. just take a moment to appreciate how professional the early episodes were <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a nice yes very good yes they were quite poor um, but it's fine. They've, they've held up. They've got decent viewership, probably by merit of the fact that they've been on YouTube for the longest. But um, yeah, the thing is, the APT episode was one of the early episodes, wasn't it? And I quite enjoyed that. I thought that was good fun. Um, I mean, it went very long. But anyway, uh, yeah, OK. Yeah. Point taken, Michael. Point taken. Uh, who else is Michael? Did it, oh, actually, Stephen. Stephen, what's your... Uh, go on. Thanks, Gareth. I was actually going to say exactly the same thing as Adam, where I'd say specifically we got a chance to really appreciate the original livery of the Class 158s in that episode. Um, but, but also a shout out to Lindsay Broadwell about electric bikes. What a great episode that was. Yeah, You've I'll... stolen my idea. Oh, good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad people have enjoyed Lindsay's episode. I was so glad to get Lindsay on. Um, I know that like e-bikes are kind of potentially railway tang- like railway adjacent, but from my perspective... Rail Natter is kind of about sustainable transport, with the railways being the backbone, but other stuff feeds into that. And actually, as railway people, whether I know there are professionals and, and people in the industry and people who are kind of feed into the industry, watch Natter. Um, it's good for all of us to kind of understand the other stuff that's out there and how it all fits together. If we have a better understanding of the things that make railways easier for people to use, then maybe we can also make our railways interface better with those things and, and positive feedback loop so yeah oh i'm glad yeah i enjoyed that one too that was really good i've just seen a, a bakerloo i think that is that a bakerloo maquette uh, scarf has just appeared 
Uh, very nice. Very good. It's very fetching. Uh, who else has got a Who else has got a, a favourite moment? Richard, go on. What's your favourite moment? Um, I think my favourite probably was uh, Quails on Rails, both because uh, with Dr. David Turner, both because it was just really fascinating how much uh, it related to uh, railway history and yep. general history. So I hope my audio didn't cut out there. Uh, yeah, Quails on Rails, and also. Great. And, and also because I made a joke about uh, British quail, and by the end of that evening, uh, you'd mocked up a British quail logo for Twitter, <laughs> which shows the power of rail natter. <laughs> the power of rail natter. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was that was a that was a, a very fun episode. Uh, quail natter, as it's now been uh, ter- become, uh, was a really interesting one. But I, the thing that was great about that episode, um, shout out to Doctor DT, uh, big love. Uh, the, the the thing that was great about that episode is that it embodies so much about lots of not just history related episodes, but actually lots of the other stuff that we talk about. Is that things aren't things aren't necessarily straightforward and linear. There's there's like a complex web of the way these things interact, and it's as true for things like high speed rail. You know, high speed rail is not just a simple it does this faster journey or whatever. It's all the complicated things that are related to it. It's the same with history. History is not linear. You know, the canals didn't give way for the to the railways, which in turn didn't give way to the roads. That's not how that's not how it works. It's a complicated, you know, the railways enabled more road transport than ever had existed before, you know, horse and cart. The canals often were paired with railway construction. You know, actually railway and canals were built together and by the way, canals came quite a lot after the railways. So it's yeah, it's it's that linear sense of history is just not not really one that that exists actually. It's much more complicated and and David is is fantastic at explaining that, I think. And Quail Natter was like the perfect way to kind of analogize that, I thought. Yeah, that was a fun one. Right, okay, we'll, we'll do one more. Who's who's uh, who's here? Oh, Jared, go for it. Yes, thank you for making me uh, the last. Um, so uh, I, I particularly enjoyed the uh, the uh, e-bike episode with uh, Lindsay Bradwell, especially because like right around the time you released that episode was when I was like considering getting an e-bike. And like I saw the video out, and I'm like, did he do this for me? Is this, is this for me? Is this, is this a Christmas gift or a Hanukkah gift, I guess? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so actually I, I didn't end up getting an e-bike. I, I couldn't be bothered to build my own, I guess, but I did eventually. I just got a bike a few days ago and I've been riding it a lot. The weather's really nice out now. Nice. It's, it's been horrible today in New York. It's been absolutely miserable. I was hoping to go out on my bike, but it didn't happen. But, um, oh, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad that that episode's getting a lot of love. It was a, it was a good episode. And, um, also loads of nerdy useful e-bike details like actually you probably could get to the end of the episode having been a complete novice to the subject and by the end of it kind of feel reasonably confident and actually bind the bits i i certainly had no idea to start with and by the end it was like oh i could kind of go back through this video and pick out what battery sounds like a good a good idea it was, it was good that was really good um Right, so we're going to come back and chat to, to everyone on the on the on the on the Patreon Google Meet uh, briefly, uh, in, in not very long at all. But what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the slides. Hello, everyone in the YouTube chat, by the way. Um, yeah, some, oh, it's nice. There's lots of people saying, um, "Yeah, decarbonisation, the government's a joke." And um, how about a rail natter called "High Speed Britain" about current and future plans? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Eurostar Lover zero zero nine. Um, we can finally, yes, we can finally do. Charlie, you're right. We can finally do LUL signalling. Um, Yes, absolutely. That would be good to get an LUL signaling episode. Um, oh, it would be good. It would be good. Oh my goodness, the timing though. We'd have to. I, I am like a genuine mission to try and keep natters to around an hour because it, it, it kind of it does make them more watchable and, and easier to, to digest. I think possibly, uh, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, LUL. Yeah, Charlie and I talking about LUL signaling is is that's that's going to rock past the two hour mark. Although we're going to aim for it not to. 
brevity is good, but also there's realism. Anyway, right, enough of me waffling on. Uh, so that that's that. We're going to now... Right, this is the bit that some of you might have been waiting for. We're going to go through a top ten. So this is this is... This isn't necessarily about great or not great episodes. This is just about sort of, for whatever reason, they've been popular. But it's kind of interesting to know. There, you know, there are going to be some stats in some of these, uh, some of these uh, competitions, uh, in some of these sort of uh, segments, rather. But this one, for anyone who wants to know what my... Uh, yeah, just make it two episodes. Good point, Chris. Um, on episode zero, I said that it was only meant to be half an hour, says Michael C. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point. Um, so this is the top 10 in reverse order, and it's the number of viewers in 10 days. So this isn't the number of live viewers. This isn't the number of, like, um, total viewers ever. This is the number of viewers in 10 days. So it kind of normalizes for the fact that you always collect more views over time, and also for the fact that people often watch this, like, the day after, or, you know, um, you kind of uh, within the week. So that's kind of why I've I've got it, done it as 10 days. Um, so it's sort of the most popular episodes, but this isn't necessarily, you know, it's not a competition, except that it is a little bit. So, strangely enough, you might think, episode seven, The Architect of the Railways Built with Tim Dunn, Tim's first appearance is the number, it's, it's, it's in the top 10, it's the number 10 most viewed episode within 10 days. So, um, actually, my face is in the way, I'm going to get rid of my face. Um, yeah, that's it, number 10, it, wait a minute, I'm, I feel like a bit like I'm... Uh, who did? Who used to do the the the, 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 the top ten before? I used to listen to it, and then it would go to Dave Pierce. Dance anthems with Dave Pierce. That that gives my age away, I think. Um, in that it would be like the top ten. Who was it who used to do the the countdown? I can't remember who it was. Anyway, that was Radio One days. Back back when I listened to Radio One rather than like Radio Three or Four, like I do now. Like a, I don't know, stereotypical millennial, I suppose. Um, number nine is what is number nine? Number nine is uh, it's the Island of Tube Trains, actually. Uh, the number nine most viewers in 10 days is uh, Richard Long's episode, uh, episode 32. The Island of Tube Trains. It was a really nice episode, actually. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a, it was a really fun, um, it was a really fun episode. We, we, uh, it was a pre-record, actually, which is why this is quite surprising. Uh, it was a pre-record, but it was, I think the fact that it was covering quite a lot of interesting things that were reasonably topical must have, must have uh, pulled in the numbers. So that was, yeah, it was, it was a fun episode, that one. I enjoyed that. Number eight. Uh, people have already talked, you know, Graham's already alluded to the how much people enjoyed Gary's uh, Making Electrification Stick episode, episode 22. Um, yeah, that was a really popular one. The the eighth most popular episode um, of Rail Matters so far. So that was a, yeah, that was a really popular episode, um, which is interesting because it's a bit of a random one. Like, we, I think we talked a bit about updates to the OLE book. We talked a bit about things that electrification has done to, to improve you know, to, to kind of improve, uh, you know, the innovations we've seen over the last five to ten years uh, in that brief spurt of, of electrification we did before it all got given up again by the by Westminster. But anyway, so that was a, that was a popular one. Uh, so the next one, now this is interesting, and this is quite funny. The number seven most viewers in ten days is the episode eighteen, the Morpeth Curve and all the trouble it causes. That's a yeah. There we go. That's a so there you go. That's um a surprising one because it was a. But anyway, yeah, people seem to enjoy that one. So there we go. Um, oh, there's all sorts of chat going on in the YouTube chats. Uh, anyway, yeah, people enjoyed the Morpeth one. Um, episode 18, Morpeth Curve. That was a fun one. I enjoyed that. No one was hurt in the making of this episode, mostly. Uh, mostly. Um, number six, the sixth most viewed episode in uh, was, was in fact Melanie's episode, Getting Trains from A to B Without Crashing into Stuff or Each Other. Um, yeah, that Real Natter episode, episode 11. Um, well, way back in the early days, actually, um, that was an excellent episode, and as a result, it's a really popular one. People find signalling interesting. 
uh, which is, as a P-Way engineer, oh, what? why is signaling interesting? That's not the fun bit. You know, it's all wires and trains being very close to crashing each other. Where's the fun in that? Ah, okay, yeah, I see. Anyway, that was the sixth most popular, episode 11, with Melanie Osborne. Uh, the fifth most popular um, in 10 days was uh, Jeff Marshall's episode. Do you remember when Jeff was on? Uh, episode 13, Going Underground, where it was basically Jeff talking about things he likes on the underground. I think it was no more sophisticated than that, and it was quite fun. It was quite a nice episode. Um, we should probably do another crossover with Jeff. Uh, if, he, if he can find the time to slot us in, we'll see if we can uh, do a see if we can get Vicky on as well, actually. and uh, It'd be quite interesting to yeah maybe get Vicky on first and then do the both of them together. In any case, um, fifth most fa- fifth favourite, fifth through that fifth most viewed was uh, was that one episode 13 going underground with jeff marshall so um fourth most viewers in 10 days was james bennett's episode actually was what is the south wales metro episode 44 fourth most uh, most viewed episode so that's uh, that's quite an exciting one uh, we're really getting up now so um the top three uh, I think everyone. So, so um, I don't know. Can I, can we all drum roll in the in the? It's going to make the audio horrible. Everyone, drum, everyone, do a drum roll. Who's in the who's in the chatter at the moment? There we are. There we are. <laughs> Number three is there. It is there. We are. Hey, you can stop the drum roll right now. Uh, number three was the Hyperloop episode, episode thirty-seven. Why? <laughs> Sorry, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the idea of doing a drum roll with 30 people down the line. Now, episode 37, why is it so important to tell people that Hyperloop is bad and other silly stories is the third most popular rail natter so far. So um yeah that's quite that's that's quite interesting. So that's number 3. Um right, so drum roll again for number 2. Drum roll please. In number 2, it is it's Justin Rosniak's episode. It's the US Railroads Can Be Good, actually. Episode 43. That's the second most popular episode of all of the Rail Natter episodes um, within uh, within that 10-day period. So that was quite good. I mean, it was a very funny episode. There was a lot of laughing going on in that episode. Um, it was fun because I don't know much about US Railroads, so it was good to for me to learn, to learn what a Class 1 was, to, to learn about things, and also to uh, to make faux pas by putting pictures of Canadian railways um, in, in amongst a, a slide deck on uh, US Railroads. So, yeah, it was good. Um, and Justin is as much of a gent as you can possibly imagine. Um, he was lovely to do the episode with. Uh, yeah, and uh, oh, well, there's your problem podcast plug, of course, uh, naturally. So the final, the most popular, uh, the most viewed Rail Natter episode. So the most popular episode, number one, drum roll, please. Here we are. Oh, what's it going to be? It's going to be... It's the West... Weirdly, it's the West Yorkshire Mass Transit. This is the most popular episode uh, of all of that 10 days. So this is normalised, so it's not just because it's the most recent. This is the number one most popular Rail Natter. I suppose it's possibly because Rail Natter is getting a bit more of an audience, so more recent episodes are getting watched more. But the, the West Yorkshire Mass Transit episode is the most... has the most views in 10 days. Very, very popular. People are interested in that episode. Again, it was just me looking through a PDF. But people seem to like that. So, uh, yeah, that was good. That was... um. I enjoyed I enjoyed that episode. In fact, I enjoy all these episodes. I enjoy Rail Natter. Rail Natter is a thing that I enjoy and look forward to through the week. Um, so there we go. That was the that that was the top ten. I'm going to whiz over to uh, whiz whiz back to our crew. Hi everyone again. Hello, hello, hello. Any surprises there? Any 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 kind of things that you thought were a bit strange? There's some there's some some surprise nodding. Uh, Lewis, what did you find surprising? Oh God, um, it was just the the more recent episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah. No idea we were going mainstream 
I know, right? The the the, the fact that the, the 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 kind of the later episode, the fact that the later episodes are getting more popular is probably because we're we're driving. You know, I get about between eighty and one hundred and fifty live viewers every episode now, um, and uh, so yeah, I think the, the 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 average interest in the episodes is going up. It is getting more popular for everyone who doesn't know. These people are my producers. The people who are on screen right now. Oh, actually, I'm not on screen. Let me get my little face here. I'm, I'm waving again. The people who are um, who are on screen right now are my producers. These are the Patreon people. They provide support to me to make this happen so railnat wouldn't exist without them um so uh yeah give yourselves all a round of applause thank you railnat uh, patreon people thank you you're all great um oh, look at this. some people pointing out that you're not producers you're the talent well they're both for this episode which i thought is kind of nice isn't it um yeah anyone else surprised by that top 10 or, or kind of did it sort of look like you thought oh chris what, what do you think what do you the one on Yorkshire I found quite surprising. But... Yeah, yeah, me too. It's not that it wasn't a it was not that it was a bad episode. It just kind of felt like it wasn't like a dramatically interesting subject that would pull a lot of numbers, but yeah. It seemed seemed to have a lot of interest. Maybe maybe some some blue ticks shared it or something on Twitter and it pulled some pulled some viewers that way. Who knows? Um I would have thought it's because the West Yorkshire is the is one of the largest urban conurbations in Europe that doesn't have a metro. So Maybe that's maybe that's a drive to what people are going. Ooh, Metro for Yorkshire. I think yeah, you might be a right. Yeah. Title. yeah, yeah. My title was I like my title. I couldn't think of a less dry title like West Yorkshire Mass Transit. But to be fair, that probably works with the search algorithm. So <laughs> maybe people want that on YouTube. That's what they're getting. So uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that might be it. People searching it. It was topical. That always helps because it was pretty recent news. So I, I do try every month to leave a couple of episodes blank. So I book, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, including producers and, and anyone watching this uh, in, in the YouTube land, hello all of you, um, I do plan as many guest episodes ahead as I can to kind of keep on top of that. But I also leave, I leave some gaps or I attempt to leave some gaps so that if something interesting and topical appears, we can kind of do a topical episode. So I think we, we found that gap perfectly and it was just after it had been announced. So I think possibly... It was quite a hot topic and kind of maybe it just fell right into a nice groove at that point. Um, anyway, yeah, that was good. It would have been pushed by Google at that point. I can confirm Google would have pushed that pretty hard. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it must must have been some some kind of uh, relevant. The, the search engine optimized optimization sort of um, guinea pigs were kind of running around in their little wheels pretty high speed. Um, and also don't forget, Google will favor YouTube, so... Oh, yeah. Hooray. Thank you, Google, for favoring YouTube by the fact that it's a massive digital monopoly. Hooray. Um, <laughs> hey. Right. OK, so let's go to the next segment because it's, it's already half past. We're um, we're making some decent progress here. So it's time to go on to the next segment, which is um, it's the awards. It's the bit you've all been waiting for. Hooray. It's the awards. Everyone's going to win the, the golden clip, which which is actually it's quite nicely holdable as a as a trophy, actually. I'm here vigorously shaking it for the benefit of the people who are uh, having this in audio only. Um, it's quite... I mean, my hands now smell of metal, uh, and I definitely need to respray it because the bottom's a little bit... I, they, they, I've, I could have done it. I'm going to go big face. Wait a minute. I'm going big face. I could have possibly done a bit better on this this part here. Uh, where is it? This, this bit. Uh, there. That bit is going to focus on it. There we are. Yeah, I probably could have done slightly better on that bit. But I'll respray it. But um, yeah, this is made by me. It's quite. Now I'm quite proud of this thing. Um, it looks cool. Dean and I have both gone. What stuff are we going to spray gold next? That was fun. <laughs> so 
we're now on the hunt for stuff around our house that's currently mundane but would be made entertaining by being sprayed gold. In any case, we've we've like like I don't know, we've got a uh, I think pretty sure we've got a piggy bank. Pets. Yeah, or pets. The pets would be good sprayed gold. We've got a piggy bank that we could definitely spray gold. That'd be fun. Anyway, so who's gonna win this coveted and invented only this week award of the golden pandrel clip? Um incidentally, for those who are originally I was gonna potentially like dish out a load of these. These are uh, nylons or biscuits uh, that are underneath the pandrel clip that holds it down to the rail. I've got a load of them. I collect all of them. Um, I've even got a fast clip one here. Look, this blue fast clip one. Anyway, look, all these biscuits that I've collected. Um, thanks, Network Rail. Um, uh, yeah, all of those collected up off, basically discarded in a pile that no one cares about. I was going to dish those out. But actually, you know what? Everyone's a winner. So all of these award winners are going to win. are going to win a virtual golden pandrel clip because... Yes, this is not going to be going anywhere. It's going to be sat behind me on the shelf uh, in all future natters. Anyway, right, without further ado, let's make my face miniaturized again. And let's go through. Let's go through the awards. Oh, I'm excited about this. So, oh, um, these awards are in no particular order, but they are. But we can what we'll do is, uh, well, what are we going to do? The first award, the first award is coming up, actually. So. Uh, I'm going to put this up here so that I can remind myself what awards are coming up. So the first award is oh, it's an interesting. It's it's a it's a funny one to start with. The first award is for the uh, and everyone on the chat obviously has to do it. Give it a clap after this. Is it a bit weird to clap episodes rather than humans? Yeah, we're going to do it right. So the most the the first award is for the most confusingly numbered. Hooray! Most confusingly numbered. That's for episode zero. Uh, Ray episode zero, because a lot of people continue to be very confused at the idea of there being a zeroth episode, and that's why all the episode numbering is completely out. So this is episode 52, which is the 53rd episode of Rail Matter. Hooray! Um, so, uh, oh, so uh, someone's hoovering in the, in the... Who's hoovering? Mute, mute you, or someone's computer... It sounds like a crazy. plane taking off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone's got a plane taking off in the background. Anyway, so uh, everyone mute you. Sounds your like a laptop. Yeah. It's a so, hyperloop. Anyway, <laughs> Wait, I can see who it is by doing this. Don't uh, uh, oh, there it is. It's, we, we worked out who it is. It's fine. So um, that was the most confusingly numbered. So the next award. That's, that's so, so well done, episode zero. Uh, you win a golden. Oh, yeah, this doesn't work for an episode, does it? Because it's just me. Anyway, um, let me just put. Uh, it is shedding gold a little bit. I need to get some sort of plastic sealant. I'm going to put it on my uh, book there. Um, so, most confusing. The next award is for. Um, oh, this is an interesting one, actually. So the next award is for the most discussed episode. And the winner of the most discussed episode is... It's episode 20. So just what structure should Britain's railways have anyway? Hooray! I'm clapping. clapping. Uh, hooray! So well done to, um, to that episode. So that it's an interesting one, isn't it, that episode? That was... They're going to be follow-up, um, like, mini... This is a bit of a mini-series, so I'm going to have So Just What X Should Britain's Railways Have Anyway. I think the next one is going to be So Just What Operators Should Britain's Railways Have Anyway. So that's an excuse for me to get out Rail Alphabet 2 and the British Rail logo and have a think about what um, what the structure... What, what kind of the different operators we're going to have, if they're going to look not dis- dissimilar to the, stru- to the kind of the number of operators we have now. So, um, yeah, look forward to that one, folks. That should be interesting. Anyway, so that was the most... The reason it's the most discussed, well, partly because it was suggested as an award in the Discord. Thanks, Discord people. But also because it kind of... It did... Like, it was being shared quite a lot. A lot of people are interested. And a lot of people have asked me to write an article based on on this episode. Quite a lot of people have gone, can you actually write a piece on that, please? So, um... 
uh, it seems that people are thinking what I was saying. So, um, yeah, maybe I do need to write a piece on it. In any case, that was the most discussed episode. So the next, the next, uh, the next victor, who's the next one going to be? Oh, yeah, this is a this is a fairly funny one. The next uh, the next winner is going to be for the angriest episode. And I don't think anyone needs to guess which one this is going to be. The angriest episode was it was episode 45, a page turn through the NIC strategic railings report. Hooray for that episode. Episode 45. Oh, wait, why are we cheering that? Are we going to boo it? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, we're not happy with that. That that was the, the National Infrastructure Commission, which is a small part of the uh, a spin out, small part of the Treasury in the UK. Uh, and and I, I admittedly was not very pleased uh, in that episode. In fact, I described my I describe myself as positively displeased. Uh, in any case, there still that episode. Maybe I should send this. Maybe I should send a golden pandrel clip to um, uh, John Armit. Maybe that would that would cheer him up, wouldn't it? Say, look, you've won this episode. You you've you won the the episode that made. Uh, the rail natter people the most angry right anyway next uh, next award oh we're getting through these ah you've already mentioned this episode um, yeah absolutely abolish the treasury yeah we've already mentioned Graham are you just seeding this for the bingo I bet he is um, in any case um, we the next episode is actually it's kind of two awards rolled into one so this this award people couldn't decide on which award this episode should win but they knew that it should win one so both awards are kind of being smooshed into one so this episode wins both the most British episode and, uh, for better or worse, whether I don't know whether that's a good thing these days, but anyway, the most British and the most influential because it has somewhat shaped the canon of Rail Natter ever since. The winner of most British slash most influential episode is, it's episode 28, Quails on Rails, Dr. David Turner. Dr. David Turner wins a golden, a golden candle clip. Quails on Rails. <laughs> <laughs> Quail natter for the win. <laughs> um, I'm actually speaking to David soon, so I shall I shall make a point of uh, of, of showing him that he's got a golden pandrel clip to his name. Um, anyway, Dr. David Turner, that award is yours. Congratulations. Is that our first guest award? I think it is, isn't it? Um, right, so we've got to keep moving on. We've got to keep moving on. And this is one of my favourite awards. It's got to be one of the most important awards of all of these, uh, I think, 16 different awards we've got going on. It's the most statistically average episode. So that is the least long, the least short, uh, the least significant in terms of viewers, but also not the worst. The most statistically average episode, you might be surprised by this one, it is, it's episode six. It's what if the APT had made it a bit of alternative history. Wins most statistically average. Hooray! Oh, yeah. I, I like statistically average things. Statistically average things are quite interesting, usually because they're not statistically average. Um, Mr. Tim Dunn is yeah, Mr. Tim Dunn is here. Hello, Mr. Tim Dunn. It's a pleasure to to have you joining us for this chaos. It's chaos, and it's all I can describe. Winner of a pandrel clip is that episode. Hooray! Golden pandrel clip on on the way to that episode. Um, it makes more sense when there's a guest, doesn't it? Right. So, uh, the next award. Um, oh, this is another suggestion uh, from the Discord of people who uh, particularly enjoy this episode as a way to as a way to escape, as a way to sit back and think about things, visual things, beautiful things, uh, artwork, that sort of thing. Well, it's the most escapist episode, and the winner of, of most escapist episode is it is it's episode fifteen, Art on the Underground with Charlotte Monroe. Charlie, you've won a golden panda clip. Hooray! <laughs> Art on the Underground. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, 
it was a very long episode, but it was it was quite nice. We had we were talking about the fact that that art and the perception of of, of uh, transport spaces of of kind of uh, stations of the places people spend a lot of their time. They shouldn't be the lowest common denominator, cheapest possible asset. They should be beautiful spaces. They should be interesting spaces. And that's both architecturally, but also in terms of artwork. So, yeah, it was a really good episode. I enjoyed that one. Um, right, here we go. This is We're getting into the good stuff now. So this is the the next award is for the longest solo episode. Um, people should probably know which episode this is already. But if you don't, uh, we're about to find out the longest solo episode goes to... It's episode 27, the Traction Decarbonization Network Strategy. Hooray! The Traction Decarbonization Network Strategy wins a golden handle clip. There we go. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm very pleased about that. The longest solo episode, but interestingly, pipped to the post by uh, by a pretender, which we'll get to short shortly. Um, because the longest guest episode is next, and who has the award for the longest guest episode? Well, it is. It's John Morgan Christoph, the Space Shuttle Rocket Boosters episode, episode 50. John, you've won yourself a golden pandrel clip for the longest guest episode. And also, it's the longest overall ever episode of Rail Natter. It was like two hours. And it was two hours and four minutes, I think. We, good grief. It was very, very long. Um, yeah, go on. Give him a round of applause, everyone. Give, give John a round of applause. Well done, John. Uh, you, won yourself, uh, you, won, you won yourself the longest guest episode of Rail Natter. Uh, right, so what's next? What's happening next? <coughs> oh, we're going short now. The shortest solo episode. So who was able to keep it tight and snappy? Who was able to keep it tight and snappy? Um, it was... It was... Oh, this is a solo one. So th- this is this is me keeping it short and snappy in the Morp of Curve episode. So the Morp of Curve episode, which was... Was it a pre-record? I think it was a pre-record, wasn't it? So that's probably why it was short, because it was a pre-record, so I didn't have lots of nice banter with everyone in the chat. Um... I, me, on holiday from episode 18, Morpeth Curve and All the Trouble It Causes, wins a golden pandrel clip. Hooray. Um, it's a bit weird giving myself a golden pandrel clip. These are for the episodes. Hooray, episode 18. Hooray. It's for Morpeth, everyone. It's for Morpeth. It's Morpeth. It's the subject that's interesting. So Morpeth wins. All of Morpeth wins a golden pandrel clip. Um, so in the Morpeth episode, you might have to stay on track. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh. that's oh, that's very oh. good. I feel like more people need more funny. than one golden pandrel clip. Really. If, the, yeah, the, who's who's winning that golden pandrel? That was very okay. Yeah, the Morpeth curve uh, wins the episode for managing, ironically, to stay on track. Very nice. Um, the. Uh, <laughs> It was a good bit of detective work, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we well when we we had a look at um we had a look at a bit of railway that existed and we, couldn't, we weren't sure why and I did it mid midway through. Anyway, right. So, um, th- we're now on to the um, the, the this is the coveted shortest guest episode award. Who managed to keep it the shortest and tightest? Um, it was it was Luke Agbaimany. It was Luke with the Tube Mapper project. Shortest guest episode. He kept it on track. He brought us a beautiful episode of Stunning Photography. Luke, you win a golden candle clip. Hooray! Um, that was a fun episode. It was a pre-record that we pre-recorded like an hour before, and YouTube threw a wobbly and didn't then upload it for another forty-five minutes. So that was irritating. But anyway, we um we we managed it, and it's actually uh it's quite a popular episode. People enjoyed the Tube Mapper Project episode. Um, I certainly did. That's episode twenty-three, winner of the shortest guest episode. That was that was good. Right. Uh, next is an award that someone probably said uh, ironically. Oh, Simon, no, come and come and join the Google Meet. If you ping up, I'll I'll I'll. You might not be in it until I flick back to the window. But yeah, go on, drop in. Um, right. So the next episode is uh, the next award. Sorry, is for the greenest 
episode. And I think this 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 episode wins in more ways than one. Um, it is the it's the it is episode thirty five scenic rail tours of an hour in length in to Elgin. Hooray! You've won a golden panda clip for being the greenest episode uh, in to Elgin. So that's the whole of everyone who lives between Inverurie and Elgin and in those respective towns wins a golden panda clip. Hooray! Um, yeah, it's quite good. I mean, it's quite green traveling by rail to do holidays, but it's also quite green to um, not travel by train and to do it from the comfort of your desk because, you know, lockdown. But I'm hoping that we'll do more of these, but they'll be real. So I'll pre-record stuff and then slot it in amongst a live show. So that's the plan for those. I, that that format does plan to come back uh, in future. Um, and also the, the thumbnail's green. So, you know, it obviously has to win that award. Yeah, Simon, what I'll do is I'll drop you in shortly uh, when I flick over to... Uh, you know what, I'll do it now. Hello, everyone, you're all there. I'm going to admit, Simon. Hello, Simon, you're, you're, you're in. Um, right, so back to the slides. So, Simon, you've joined us. Welcome. Um, right, so, which means you didn't get the brief, by the way. So everyone else in the chat, just keep, keep Simon right. Simon, don't say anything until everyone else does. Um, <laughs> so, right, that was the greenest. Yeah, people are saying... People in the chat are saying, surely the fixed link to Ireland is the greenest episode. Um... Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, but the Discord people, you know, Discord has had spoken. Nah, obviously the episode that has a green thumbnail is the greenest episode. Right, next award. Ah, this is this is a very good award, uh, a very good and proper award. Um, it is the most times that I was wrong in an episode, uh, and the award has to go to the incredibly knowledgeable. Ivan, Ivana Avramovich for episode 39. What is Slam Track and is it good? It's the most times I was wrong. Ivana, you've won a golden pandrel clip. Hooray! <laughs> I was wrong lots of times. Because, uh, because my Austrian Austro-German geography is not as good as I'd like to think it is. Um uh, yeah, that was a that was a I enjoyed that episode actually. Slab Track. It was an episode a long time in the in the in the works, but um it was worth the wait, I think. That was a, that was a fun episode. Right, so the next award. We're, we're getting to the big ones now. Um, the most surprisingly technically feasible thing is the next... I've been watching a lot of Taskmaster, and this feels awfully like the, the, like the, the prize t- task at the start, doesn't it? The most surpre- surprisingly technically feasible thing is the next award. I think you can all guess what the, uh, which, uh, which episode wins this one. It is, of course, episode 33, Would a Fixed Link to Northern Ireland Work? Golden Pandrel clip coming your way. Hooray! Well done, everyone. Well done. <laughs> Detour is pointing out. So it's so relevant to this episode. Detour is pointing out. Um, Deidre is pointing out that the official national colour of Ireland is blue, not green. Very good trivia question. Uh, so everyone mm. now uh, is capable of answering that trivia question. Uh, it's very true. Does Slab Track even use Pandrel clips? Yeah, it can do if you wanted to. If it's old packed, if it's the old British Rail packed, it does. Um, so that was the most surprisingly technically feasible. Interestingly, I think I'm going to be on Radio Ulster tomorrow morning talking about it at like seven, five past seven. I was supposed to be on this morning, but I got bumped because I think other things happened. In any case, it's probably Piers Morgan getting sacked that bumped me. Screw you, Piers. Anyway, most surprising technically feasible. Right, what's the next award? Ah, right. This is this was a hotly contested award, and it's it's a, it's an award for guests. This is the best dressed guest set. Try and say that when you've had a, a couple of. Bevies, uh, Bevies, Sherry's. I've turned into Dominic Byrne. Best dressed guest set, the best dressed guest set. Um, who has won this one? There, this was hotly contested because we had, we had. I mean, shout out to Mr. Tim Dunn's uh, living room with gen- large intercity one two fives and other and and model trains and books adorning everything. Um, uh, other 
very close, but Jarley's posters uh, and and theme, thema- underground thematic stuff. Um, we had Mike Muldoon, actually. Shout out to Mike Muldoon, our first ever Nail Matter guest, who had, like, hydrogen train stuff going on in the background. Lots of people kind of working hard for the Best Dressed Guest Set Award, but the winner of this one, in my eyes at least, has to be... It's Bonnie Price. It is Bonnie Price. Bonnie Price with What Do the Railways Do at Christmas? Episode 41. Her entire background was adorned with Christmas lights. There were flashing things. She was wearing a Christmassy hat. I think that give in the spirit of Christmassy fun times, the best dressed guest set has to be Bonnie Price's uh, conservatory. Also the fact that she'd kicked out all of her housemates who were having to sit in like the other room, the spare room. Uh, and not be in the background. So, in a mixture of clapping, of, of flashing lights and kicking out guests, Bonnie Price wins it. So, congratulations to Bonnie! Big clap, big, big round of applause. Woo! For Bonnie Price. Woo! Oh, I'll okay. let her know. Right. So impressive. We are now down to the last two awards. The last two awards. So the, these are very highly coveted. Um, so the, the the second last award is this is going to be the most watched. So the most overall watched episode of Rail Natter ever. This might surprise some people who aren't up to date with the statistics, but the most watched. Actually, let's go for a drum roll, please, everyone. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. The most watched episode of Rail Natter is. It's episode 48, Tunnels Under the US Capitol with Anne Gavahan. Anne, you've won a golden pandrel clip. Hooray! Round of applause for Anne. And, and round of applause to all the QAnon conspiracy theorist nutcases. Hooray! Because they're the ones who do it. Yeah, no, very strangely, a lot of conspiracy theory people... Uh, who think unspeakable things happen in these tunnels under the US Capitol, uh, found this episode and have shared it on their various uh, dark web servers. And so there are lots of people sharing it and giving me good numbers. So uh, thanks for that. Uh, I delete your hate because all the comments are disabled. So your comments come through. I just delete them and uh, and I get your view numbers. So uh, I'm, I'm up for it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and it was also an absolutely brilliant episode. I love this episode, so I think it's only justified that it gets some decent viewership. It's absolutely brilliant. So, that was the most watched, but the by far the most coveted award of them all it is it's it's the one you've you've all been waiting for, I'm sure. And um, the last award of tonight's episode, it's the most live viewers. It's the most live viewers, everyone. Um, now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just uh, do this. I'm just gonna get rid of my face. Now, why might I be getting rid of my face? Well, the winner, drum roll, please. The winner, the winner of the most live viewers, the most people live watching a rail Nightmare episode is Mr. Tim Dunn with the Architecture of the Railways Built, the first episode of the Architecture of the Railways Built, episode seven. The golden panel clip. The most live viewers. It was quite spectacular. We had huge numbers of people watching it live. I can't actually remember. It was like 200 plus people watching. It was more than that, actually. In fact, I can tell you right now because I've got the stats in front of me. Episode 7. Here we go. Episode 7. It was... We had... Uh, 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 yeah, we had nearly yeah, 200, nearly 250 people watching live. It's absolutely spectacular. Um, if you, if, that was like the, that's like the size of the Michael Swan Lecture Theatre. This is a huge numbers of people. That was, um, yeah, that was brilliant. And it was a really, it was a very, very fun episode. Um, we, uh, yeah. So Tim, you've won yourself a golden pandrel clip. Uh, Tim, who is who's, who's in the in the YouTube chat? Hi, hi, Tim. 
So that was that was a it was a spectacular episode. Um, many people watched it. It until very recently actually had it held quite a few of the other statistical top numbers too. Um, but the conspiracy theorists have have um, have uh, elevated Anne, and uh, and to be honest, I, I'm sure Tim doesn't mind Anne getting a, a winning the previous award. So um, it was uh, it was uh, yeah, Tim. It was a it was a genuine. It was a joy to have you, and it was both of your episodes have been joyous. Um, I'm looking forward to the Architects of the Rovers built three for when for when the next series goes out. Um, so that yeah, so there we go. Um, uh, Ryan, yeah, go on, join the Google Meet if you want to. That's fine. Drop in. Um, anyway. Most live viewers. So, oh, crikey! Let's go back to our friends in the in the in the in the. In, hello, everyone. Hello, you're back. We've we've got you back. I'm gonna get my little face back as well. Ah, uh, oh, that was. I'm uh, Martin. Sorry, I'm chopping the top of your forehead off. You have to you have to duck a little. Ryan, welcome. Ryan's coming in. See, this is a live dynamic straight. Oh, Simon, oh well. Simon. Hello, hello, Simon. Hello. Uh, you have ferns as your background. You don't want to see my room. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 there are quite a few people who've, um, who've braved it. With, in fact, we've got uh, one of my favourite views is actually it has to be Michael's, who's um, who's currently got the. Are you in LNER first class? On uh, Zoom? I'm indeed. Yeah, very nice. That's quite good. I like that a lot. Actually, is that one of the official ones that they provided? That the, the LNER provided. Uh, no, that is my network reel caught in the corner there. Oh, no. oh it's, it's an incredibly well-taken uh, <laughs> background. I love that. It's great. Um, so, uh, everyone who's been here joining us... Actually, wait a minute. I see Washington, D.C. Um, uh, underground. Jared, have you got yes. to D.C.? That is my hometown, actually. Really? Oh, interesting. Yes. So that was an I'm, I'm up in Philly joined. now, but I'm from the D.C. area. Go oh. birds. It was, um, yeah. it was, yeah, that episode was great fun. So, uh, yes, um, the, well, there they are. There are the awards. I, my hands now smell a bit of metal. I made sure to clean this thing very thoroughly before I painted it because anything that's come off the track is basically utterly poisonous. So, um, yeah, always recommended to wash thoroughly, just like these biscuits. I've, I mean, they still look honking, and I gave them a proper scrub. Anyway, um, so, yeah, um, that was it. That was the strange rail natter celebratory episode. Um, there is a there's a, a Rootmaster scarf available too, uh, a, a Sim Electronics. Oh, all, there's some excellent chat going on in the YouTube chat. Uh, the distribu- In fact, there's there's how, where's the, where's that maquette scarf gone? Uh, it's oh there it is excellent. Uh, there's two. There's a maquette. There's a, there's a Bakerloo maquette uh, face mask <laughs> going on, and there's a Bakerloo maquette scarf. Fantastic. Uh, there's a Bakerloo maquette hat I can spot as well. Wait a minute. I'm sure that's is it or is it just Germany? It's hard to it, it looks... no, it's, it's, it's district line. Uh, oh, is it district hat. line? See, I always say Baker Lucas is brown, but is it actually district line? Am I just confused? Yeah. Oh, there's some other. There's some other excellent. It's original Baker Lou. No, it's uh, Baker Lou district. district. You've broken me. Thanks, Ella. Elizabeth line sucks. Some there's also line. the Jubilee line. AC3 <laughs> oh, stock sucks as well. Oh. I'm not sure where they are. If, any, but... if anyone remembers the AC3 yeah. stock, I, I grew up on that line, so I remember it fondly, even though they were rubbish. <laughs> So there's there's another special guest who's just going to very briefly join. I'm going to flick to back to Big Face. Come on, Dina. Dina's just been in ballet. Dina does ballet on on. Uh, hello, this is Dina. This is my wife, Dina. She also uh, wins a golden pandrel clip for putting up with me doing in this. The other room here is a, is a golden pandrel clip. Anyway, she's run off again. That was Dina. Thanks, oh, Dina. Really she, nice to see woo! everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, that was nice. I, I, I did say I did tell Dina to drop in and say hi because she she puts up with me doing these in the other room, so everyone gets to gets to see Dina having just finished a, a ballet lesson. Um, right, back to back to you lot. Where are you all? There we are. 
So, we, we, you know what? It's 1955, which means that we are on schedule for a rail natter to complete on time. Uh, afterwards, hang about everyone, because I'll, 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 I'll say a proper goodbye to everyone who's with us from Patreon in, in the video, so don't hang up at the end of that. But what I am going to do is progress us onto the the usual endings. Oh, it's nice to look at all those blinking episodes. So, um, we are available as a podcast on all of the standard podcasting platforms. Uh, the pink one, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Oh, oh the pink one's Apple, isn't it? Apple Podcasty, Google Podcasts. Apple. Spotify, thanks, Ella. Spotify, Audible, <laughs> the, the 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 one with the rectangles on it, um, and then the other one with the orange and the the, the, the symbol. I don't know any of these. Anyway, uh, we are available as Overcast. Overcast, that's the one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, that. Um, we are also... So, thanks to everyone who listens in podcast forum. We reached 100 followers on Spotify, which I don't... The trouble with podcasts is that you can't collect all the stats into one place. So, it's very difficult to know how popular this is as an audio thing. So, I don't really have any idea what popular episodes are. But we have lots of people following it, apparently, listening. Um, quite a few people prefer it this format because they can kind of listen to it while they're doing other things. So that's nice. Right. And I was rightly called out for being dismissive of this slide the last time. Um, wait a minute. I'm going to make my face disappear. This is uh, an important slide because actually the Patreon people, everyone who you've seen appearing uh, moments ago and who are chattering away in the background, are they are the Patreon supporters. They're the people who allow this to happen. They are the producers, the executive producers of Rail Natter and of the other stuff as well, actually, because it's not just Rail Natter that I do. I do a few other things as well. Um, those Patreon people support me to keep doing it, and I am in- eternally grateful to them. Um, I'm just going to read something that uh, Donald Brannigan uh, sent me as a message, actually. Um uh, he's camera shy, and so wanted to do a um, wanted to just send a message, um, just send a message to kind of explain what 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 uh, what Donald thinks uh, about Rail Natter. So Donald says, "Thanks for doing Rail Natter. Not only has it rekindled my interest in all things rail as both a rail user and an engineer, but most importantly, this year has been difficult, but Rail Natter has been something I can look forward to each week." Donald, I, I hope, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you said I could read it out, so I'm sure you don't mind, but. Uh, it's to be honest, I reflect that back to my Patreon supporters because Rail Natter has been something that's kept me going this year. It's been a very, very difficult year for for all of us, I think. Um, and it is, you know, that it's been a difficult year. And um, basically, Rail Natter has given me something to do every week. It's allowed me to know what weeks are because I know that when Rail Natter is coming, another week has passed, um, which is useful because at the moment I have no idea what time is. So, um, I am I'm just eternally grateful for all the Patreon supporters and feel free to become one of those Patreon supporters. So anyone who's listened this way through, this is a weird episode for anyone who's not a Patreon supporter to, or, or a regular viewer of the show to watch, but hopefully it's been enjoyable for, for, for everyone else too. But you can choose future episodes, themes, guests. You can recommend changes. You can suggest I alter various bits and pieces. Um, you get exclusive sneak peeks. You get to appear on the episodes apparently now, so that's a that's a new thing. Uh, <laughs> and you also you get exclusive other bits and pieces. You get asked in name questions by me. That's definitely true, particularly if you're Ella uh, and helping me uh. to not to unbreak things. Thank you, Ella. Um, <laughs> so yes, the Patreon. Uh, please do continue to support, and you get to be a level of um, uh, you get to basically uh, yes, you get to support me in making this happen. And on the Discord is where you can tell me all these things. So go on to the Discord, garethdennis.co.uk slash Discord. Oh, Patreon for the audio people. Patreon.com slash garethdennis. That's the Patreon link. garethdennis.co.uk slash Discord is the Discord link. And also, if you don't fancy Patreon, then you can chuck me money on PayPal too, which is paypal.me slash garethdennis. And some of you do do that. So thanks to those who support who do that. Um, 
So, what? okay, the next thing is, it's this. It's a picture of a lead dolphin on top of the roof of Bristol Temple Meads. Um, <coughs> Tim, show us, I mean, Tim's with us at the moment. So, uh, Tim, you're getting, this is your weekly plug. Um, everyone, go back and catch up with um, with uh, the architecture the railways built, um, which went out yesterday evening. It was a fantastic episode. Uh, it's, it's a re- some really interesting stuff. Actually, I really enjoyed the bit where we were in we were in we were in Estonia, and there was a, a royal uh, station um, uh, at, a, at a spa uh, resort, which reminded me awfully of, of a very similar architecture, another spa resort in northern Serbia, which is quite interesting actually. So I found that fascinating. Wouldn't uh, anyway? It's a brilliant episode. Bristol Temple Meads, as you've never seen it before. Um, in particular, seeing into some of the old bits, well worth a watch. Go and go and watch it on yesterday. It's um, it's on catch up, super easy. Um, go and watch, and then obviously next week too. So that's 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 the the, the classic plug. Um, next week, this is it. It's next week. What is happening next week? We are going to do another PDF page turn. Hooray! Yeah. Um, <laughs> episode fifty-three Woo! is going the, 40, the fifty-fourth episode. Um, is going is going to be a page turn through the Scottish Greens Rail for All report. So a lot of people have asked me to do this. I'm going to flick through the Green, the Scottish Green Party, separate to the English and Welsh Green Party. The Scottish Green Party have created this Rail for All report document. It's really good, um, and. I will be um, I will be reading through it, and hopefully we'll learn some things. It's not perfect. There are some things that I'll maybe pick out, but actually I think it's a really good document, and I think it's the first document in recent memory that's been created by any political party about a vision for the railways. So it's something that I'm really uh, keen on, excited by, and that should be an interesting episode. Oh, right back to back to the you lot. Hello, you lot. Hello, all the lovely pe- Patreon people. Hello, hello. How are you all? You're there. Oh, this is this is this. Let's get little face back again. I'm, I'm back in the corner again. Um, you've all been brilliant. Thanks, thanks everyone. Um, I am going to. I mean, just I need to double check that I've got the right slide lined up now. This is this is the this is the snazzy bit where I have to make sure that I do. I, I double complicate it because I've got to t- click three times and click a button here to make sure that the credits roll with the music playing. <laughs> uh, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> in any case, um. Patreon people, you've been brilliant. This was fun. I hope this was fun for you. Stay on the line because I'll come back to you once the episode's finished. Um, everyone who's been watching on YouTube, uh, thanks so much for watching live. This was fun. This was a celebration of a year of Natter um, and it's going to continue. Uh, there, there's nothing stopping me from doing these weekly uh, yet. Uh, so we'll keep at it. Um, in any case, we're two minutes late. It only remains for me to say um, and, and for everyone here who's in the who's in the Patreon thing to say, cheerio, 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 cheerio,